Welcome to podcast with the evolving lady, the one show that teaches ladies to evolve from the preparatory phase of marriage to the early formative years of being married. I am your host, Irene O'Hillary, and on this episode, we will be talking about setting healthy boundaries in marriage. Setting healthy boundaries in marriage. Now, um, I know that when you hear the word boundary, it might um, come off to you as, you know, something negative. No, don't see it in that light. Where, where we're going to be looking at this topic from, or we're going to be extracting this topic from, is from a positive angle. How do you set boundaries, healthy boundaries in your marital union that will help your marital union to thrive? Now, for a, for a marriage to be successful, to be healthy, to be happy, to be rewarding, to be fulfilling, and to be glorious, to be good, to be fun, you need to set boundaries. Not just boundaries, but healthy boundaries in that marital union. Let us see the key word in this topic, boundary. And how we can extray it from a positive light. I'd like to say that the boundary is a line or a limit which partners set to protect their marriage and prevent themselves from exploitation and manipulation. Let me take that again. Boundary, line or limit which partners set in order to protect their marriage and prevent themselves or prevent each other from exploitation and manipulation now you can see why i said that um, this the word boundary we're looking at it from a positive light boundary a line or a limit which you set to protect your marriage that is to help against negativity in your marriage to help against um, getting involved in things that will be detrimental to your marriage so your ability to set this line or to set this limit and also to prevent yourself or to prevent each other from exploitation and manipulation is what we'll be looking at today on this episode of the podcast with the evolving lady okay now it is important to understand that for a marriage a marital union to be successful and healthy you need to be happy with yourself as an individual before you can make your spouse happy yes that's very serious there's this common saying that um, you cannot give what you do not have now if you are not happy how then is it possible for you to exude happiness or to give happiness to give warmth to give love to give joy to someone else and more importantly in this situation to your spouse it's not going to be possible now for you to be able to do that one way is that you as a person or both of you yourself and your partner should come together and set healthy boundaries in your marital union because you as a person you have to be in a good place in a happy place before you can now make someone else happy if you're always moody you're always gloomy you're always sad 
it will affect your partner it will definitely affect your partner and then the negativity begins to um, rub off on your partner but if you're happy if you're joyous if you have good vibes wow <laughs> the, it, it also rubs off on your partner and then you know it helps your union thrive so you need to understand that you need to be happy with yourself before you can make your spouse happy now boundaries help you take responsibility for your actions boundaries healthy boundaries helps you to take responsibility for your actions instead of passing the buck instead of blaming your partner now let me give you a typical example there's a boundary in your house for instance please understand this that this is an an example it's you know it may not be real there's um there's a certain boundary in your home that says after later than 6 p.m no one eats in the house now um your spouse wakes up the next morning and discovers that someone ate at about say 8 p.m having done all the dishes and done all that and retired for the day and then um comes to you and says oh honey or darling why did you have to do this and all that and you simply you quickly take responsibility and say oh i'm sorry i felt hungry and i had to do this and all that but do not worry i would you know clean up and so on and so forth it's that simple right because there's already a boundary that says anything lesser than 6 p.m no one is allowed to eat in this house and then someone violates it and you know that okay it is your partner or your spouse that has violated it and this person owns up and then there's this part where you now avoid conflict or quarrel as the case may be so yes that's how it works you know there's this um, ability to avoid unnecessary conflicts unnecessary um, quarrels in the home when you set a healthy boundary and both of you agree to comply with it if for any reason we're not perfect humans there are times where we always give allowance for mistakes so if anyone for whatever reason violates that boundary or goes beyond the boundary and the person is being called to order it's simple you admit that oh i'm sorry i did this because of this and all that and then the issue is quickly resolved so it doesn't prolong into or it doesn't degenerate into something else you know it just helps you to take responsibility for your action instead of passing the buck or instead of finding a one way or the other to blame the other person for your misdeed okay so that's one advantage of setting healthy boundaries in a marital union another advantage is that it helps to resolve conflict and prevents hurt prevents emotional drama helps to prevent negativity just you know just like i explained in the first instance you already understand that okay this person has done this conflicts are resolved quickly some most of the time they are even avoided altogether oh i'm sorry i had to do this because of this and because of that okay but we said we wouldn't do it this way oh dear i'm sorry i promise it will not happen again it's simple conflict resolved hurts damage emotional drama emotional breakdown prevented 
that's because you have gone one step ahead to set what a healthy boundary in your marriage in your home so it helps to resolve conflict and it prevents hurt it prevents you know pain prevents emotional pain from your partner or from your spouse as the case may be then again it is important that you set healthy boundaries because it helps you to strike a balance between your priorities and that of your spouse it helps you to strike a notable balance between your own priorities and that of your spouse now the process of setting boundaries is such that both of you have to come together to talk about it is not just something that one person does on his own or on her own but of you have to come together and talk about it so the process in the process of doing that you your priorities are made known to your spouse that of your spouse is also made known to you so it helps you to strike a balance okay um this is this this is that okay for instance i'll give another example it may not be applicable to you but just something for you to understand or to buttress the point i'm trying to make as a male he loves football as a female you love watching um telenovelas for instance now your ability to set boundaries those things are already put into countries consideration as priorities for each of you so you set your boundaries you re- it revolves around that um football twice a week telenovelas twice a week okay um, i can't do this i can't do this. at the end of the day you come to a compromise you strike a healthy balance between your own priorities and that of your spouse now you see how easy it is i always say this that marriage is work it is intentionality it is your ability to be deliberate you cannot just sit down and expect that everything will fall in place hell no you have to do the work you have to come together and talk and communicate about issues and decide these things will be applicable in this home these things will not be applicable in this home truth is if you leave things to be just the way they are a lot of things will go wrong you continue to have issues ranging from one trivial thing to the other and then you begin to wonder where on earth is this thing coming from but the truth is you haven't done your due diligence you didn't sit down to you know outline certain things and in this case you didn't sit down to set healthy boundaries in your marriage and then the aftermath is that it becomes tedious it becomes a problem it becomes one where you're having frequent quarrels and you know unnecessary issues so you see now that if you put in the work you decide to be intentional and deliberate about your union it's it's you know helps your union thrive it helps your union tribe you can't just leave it to chance it will actually help your union tribe why did i bring this up i needed you to understand why it is important to set healthy boundaries such that you can strike a balance between your priorities and that of your spouse see a lot of marriages that you see out there that you believe they are working these are some of the things they have done in their marriage they have sat down to outline certain things they have sat down to set healthy boundaries and they are strictly going by them yes they cannot go uh, comply 
a hundred percent because like i said we are humans we are prone to making mistakes we are bound to make mistakes but when the template is already there then it becomes easier for you to follow after a while you know it, it, it just registers in your subconscious and you just know that oh these things should not be done or these are the things that should be done in your marital union oh okay now we're still on the podcast with the evolving lady we're still looking at setting healthy boundaries in marriage so let's go on let's go further we've looked at the need to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with your spouse we've seen that um, setting healthy boundaries in your marriage will help you to take responsibility for your actions instead of passing the ball we've seen that it helps to resolve conflicts and prevents hurts prevents emotional hurts in your partner and it also helps to strike a balance between your priorities and that of your spouse so let's go on follow me closely now another thing that or another advantage of setting healthy boundaries in your marriage is that it allows each of you to have some me time that is time for yourself and this is essential it is very very essential it is very very important as it gives space for you as a person to either pursue a hobby to learn a new skill to explore or just to enjoy your company yes you can either decide to okay you want to learn a skill you want to pursue a hobby you want to just enjoy your company so the truth is marriage comes with different responsibilities ranging from keeping the home front to um, taking care of the children if you decide to have children and so on so there's this tendency that you you may want to you, you may feel like you are losing yourself in the process however when you are able to you know set these boundaries these healthy boundaries to say okay um, twice a week or once a week I would have two hours or three hours to myself just me no other person just to keep in touch with that you before you you know got into the marital you know to enjoy your own company to to pursue a hobby to learn a skill to be you just to enjoy you without the um, you know without the feeling of okay you have this respons- responsibility to your spouse you have this responsibility to the children you have this responsibility to your family to your in-laws and so on and so forth so yes it also helps you or it also allows you or it allows each other some me time time for yourself and it is essential as it gives you room or it gives you space to pursue a hobby or just to enjoy your personal company now what's the what's the gist (laughs) let me put it that way what's the deal with this now it gives you a feeling of self-worth because you have the opportunity the opportunity i beg your pardon of doing things your own way you have the opportunity of being you outside being a married person understand that there is a you you have your own personality outside being a wife or a husband (laughs) yes you have you you have things you want to do for you your goals your aspirations things that pertain to you so it gives you this um, um 
avenue to explore it gives you a feeling of self-worth like oh yes i haven't lost touch with myself i am still me so you can strike the balance of being a wife being a mother and being a person just you yes (laughs) that's it so it gives a feeling of self-worth because you have the opportunity of doing things your own way without your spouse interfering you can make your own decisions regarding certain things that pertain to you and of course that is not detrimental to your home is not detrimental to your union i would always say this whatever you do whatever um you indulge in you should try as much as possible to make sure that it does not interfere with your marital union it does not become a negative thing it doesn't even become a problem for you in your marital union you can go ahead and achieve so much and still have a very very good marriage all right now there are some few boundaries i would like to recommend and then will be done with this segment you know i like i like to keep it brief but going straight to the point now there are a few boundaries that i would love to recommend that um you can set some few healthy boundaries that you can set in your marriage that will help your marriage to thrive now one of them is honesty honesty both of you yourself and your spouse can sit down and decide that you must not cross the line of honesty but whatever it is both of you must be honest with each other on every issue finances um, whatever it is but on every issue whatsoever you must be honest with your spouse that's a recommended boundary that is or that will help your marriage it will help your marital union a whole lot it will give it you know this peace everybody wants to enjoy peace in their union to give it peace when both of you have decided and have said it within yourselves you have set that boundary to say no one goes beyond this i will not be dishonest with my spouse and i Um, I hope that my spouse will not be dishonest with me. So that's how it works. So that's one recommended boundary. Honesty. And then another one is faithfulness. Yes. This one comes in very, very handy. Nobody crosses the line of faithfulness. Faithfulness does not only have to be in terms of um, um, being faithful with say, okay, there's no infidelity. No. Faithfulness in your finances faithfulness in your you know um your ability to tell your spouse where you are at a particular time and so on there are so many other angles to it but no unfaithfulness there's a boundary there to say okay we have decided to remain faithful to each other please i love to be realistic whenever i talk about issues relating to marriage there are times that you will be tempted to go beyond these boundaries. There are times that you would actually go beyond them. But once you hit the realization, please retrace your steps and determine in your heart not to go against them, not to, you know, cross that line or to cross that limit. 
so yes faith honesty faithfulness and then another recommended boundary communication i am one person that i love to you know explain or expand on the advantage of communication it's very important communicate about everything just about everything do not keep things and say oh i expect that my partner should know no your ability to understand that this person came from a different background and you also came from a different background is one thing that will help you you know communicate better what your partner is used to is not may not be what you are used to so you talk about it you communicate with your partner about it so that boundary to say oh there's nothing we cannot talk about there's nothing we cannot communicate about when when you now begin to um keep secrets it becomes a problem it's it's not healthy it's not good for your union so that's a, a healthy boundary that you can set we must always communicate nobody goes beyond this there shouldn't be a time where you find it difficult to communicate with me about something that is a recommended healthy boundary that's one i would like to recommend it is healthy to say okay communication is key in this union then another one is support ah usually or sometimes let me not say usually sometimes you find that that um, the female in the union is doing way better than the male let's um, set the boundary to say okay no matter what it is we must always support each other no matter who is doing better after all we are a team right marriage is teamwork your win is my win my win is your win so we must learn to support each other as that is very 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 important then the last recommended boundary for me this is all important because um, this is something that has is, is becoming very rampant now and it's something that we need to you know trash out as soon as possible physical abuse in fact abuse of any kind physical emotional and so on and so forth that boundary that line must not be crossed you do not abuse your partner for whatsoever reason whether physical or emotional okay at least let's dwell on physical abuse you cannot claim to love someone and then you're abusing the person physically it's it's um it's absurd it's absurd as far as i'm concerned so that's a recommended boundary you know very weighty it's not something i like to talk about you know it gives me these bad vibes you know but please make a conscious effort to say no i will not abuse my partner physically i will not abuse my partner emotionally i will not abuse my partner at all i might be tempted to do so maybe i'm provoked i'm upset something triggered me but make sure do everything within your power do everything within your ability to say no i will not abuse my partner so these are a few recommended boundaries there are others that you can decide to set but these are just some that i would recommend and i think that this could be applicable to everyone 
no one wants to you know deal with dishonesty no one wants to deal with physical abuse or lack of support or lack of communication and lack of faithfulness so these are things that you know you can sit down and say okay i'm going to set boundaries with this we must not cross the line with this yes 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 i want to say thank you for taking our time to listen to this episode of the podcast with the evolving lady please set healthy boundaries in your marriage and believe me when i say it will do you a whole lot of good it will help your union thrive better and it become it makes things so easy you begin to wonder how how come yes because you have been deliberate and be intentional enough to set boundaries that will help your marital union to thrive so 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 we're gonna call it a day on this episode thank you for taking our time to listen thank you for giving the evolving lady your time yes do have a wonderful time until i come your way again in the next episode don't forget marriage is a huge responsibility and it takes intentionality and being deliberate to make it work bye for now welcome to podcast with the evolving lady the one show that teaches ladies to evolve from the preparatory phase of marriage to the early formative years of being married i am your host ohiwere irene and on this episode, we'll be talking about appreciating your spouse. Appreciating your spouse. Okay. Now, it is important for you to understand that every human craves and loves to be appreciated, myself inclusive. Everyone loves to be appreciated. Everyone craves for that appreciation. Now, a person who feels genuinely appreciated will tend to do more than is expected. When you appreciate someone, you know, genuinely from your heart, when the person feels like, oh, this little thing I'm doing is being appreciated, this effort I'm putting in is being appreciated, the person will go out of his or her way to do even much more than is expected of such a person. So you see that appreciation is a very powerful tool, even in our normal lives. So now let's um, bring it into the marital union and let's see how, you know, appreciating your spouse will help your marriage thrive. Appreciating your spouse is a binding factor in marriage a very important binding factor in marriage now showing appreciation can be challenging i would explain as every person you know likes to be appreciated differently now what uh, mr thomas for instance would cherish and love in terms of appreciation may be totally different from what mr um mr matthew will like okay so each person this boils down to individual differences each person 
craves or desires appreciation in different ways. Some persons want it to be vocal. Some persons want it to be um, in form of action. Some persons could just want that appreciation to be in form of um, gestures, touch, and all that. So it could be challenging in that everyone has their own individual preference. And then you may now um, tend to show appreciation to someone that in a manner or in a way that such a person may not like or may not actually be comfortable with now there are some persons i know that they always you know when they do something especially in a public setting they would always want to remain anonymous now if you go ahead and in a bit to appreciate such a person you make the person's um, identity known such a person may take offense with that but if you just go on to appreciate the person and you know allow the person to remain anonymous then it becomes easy because you already understand that that's what the person likes. So that's what I mean when I say it may be challenging. Mainly because every person likes to be appreciated differently. Everyone has their own individual preference with regards to appreciation. So let's go on. Um, I'd like to give you a few pointers to showing appreciation to your spouse. Don't forget we're looking at appreciating your spouse let's look at a few pointers to showing appreciation to your spouse now the first thing that i would recommend for you to do is that you should understand what your spouse likes very important i just gave an instance of someone who possibly loves to remain anonymous and then you go on to reveal the person's identity your appreciation has already gone wrong the person will not even, you know, tend to understand that you meant well, but will pick offense in the fact that his or her identity was revealed. So what exactly does your partner like? What exactly does your spouse like in terms of appreciation? Does your spouse like it vocal? Does your spouse like it to be in form of action? Does he or she want it to um, be in form of touch? you know, different ways. Does your spouse like it to be publicized? There are certain persons that they want their spouse to appreciate them in the public glare. Like, let everybody or every person around know that, okay, yes, I have done this. Some others, they really don't mind. They just want to feel loved they just want to feel appreciated. They just want to feel special. So whether it is public, whether it is private, it's really not a big deal. Some persons want it private. They do not want it public. So first of all, the first thing you should do is that you should understand what your partner, what your spouse likes in terms of appreciation. You know, get to know that, okay, this is what my spouse likes and then tailor your appreciation in that light yes so that's um one pointer to showing appreciation to your spouse understand what your spouse likes and then tailor it in that light tailor it in line with what your spouse actually likes okay another pointer is make your spouse your priority 
make your spouse your priority. Now, um, there's always this um, tendency to neglect your spouse. Neglect in the sense that you get busy with a lot of things, the hustle and bustle of the day. Possibly if there are kids in the picture, you want to show up, give attention, give care and all that to the children, to the kids, you know. And then unconsciously you tend to neglect your spouse okay now this should not be the case you have to be deliberate you have to be intentional about this make your spouse your priority in whatever you're doing in whatever you know the, your schedule the activities of the day try to factor in your spouse now this helps you to appreciate your spouse better because you understand that, oh, in the midst of all this, in the midst of my busy schedule, there's someone out there that, you know, takes me as a priority, that is thinking about me, thinking about my welfare. And then it gives you this feeling of being loved, feeling of being special. So make your spouse your priority. Making your spouse your priority also helps you to notice what your spouse has done. Do you know that sometimes that, you know, some... Um, and partners in the marital union, you know, they don't even observe or they don't even notice that their partner has done something good for them, especially in their absence. This is simply because there are other activities that uh, possibly has taken their, their, their consciousness, taken over, you know, everything about them and then they do not even notice the one person that they claim to love so much so make your spouse your priority this is a very good pointer to showing appreciation to your spouse okay now follow me closely another pointer to showing appreciation to your spouse is that you should endeavor to spend quality time with your spouse Nothing beats spending time with your spouse. It helps both of you to get to know each other better. It get it helps both of you to get to bond with each other. Nothing beats spending quality time with your spouse. I agree, you may be a busy person. Even your spouse may be a busy person as well. But you must create the time. You must be deliberate and intentional about creating the time to spend with your spouse. Yes, it could be a daily routine, possibly after the close of the day's activities, the children have gone to bed. 30 minutes, one hour together every day. Spend it with your spouse. I bet you it will go a long way. It will now begin to um, help you to appreciate your 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 spouse more you get to learn about um, his or her day you get to learn about certain things about this person and then you 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 you'll be marveled you'll be thrilled at how wonderful and how special this person actually is but then if you do not do not spend quality time with your spouse you may never get to appreciate his or her exceptional qualities so spending time quality time with your spouse is a pointer to appreciating your spouse it helps you to get to understand your spouse better and that makes you to know how valuable and how special this person is okay so we've looked at 
understanding what your partner likes, understanding what your spouse likes in terms of appreciation, making your spouse your priority, and also to endeavor to spend quality time with your spouse. These are pointers to showing appreciation to your spouse. Let's look at um, two more and then we'll proceed. Now, focusing on your spouse's strengths is one sure way to showing appreciation. This helps you in diverse ways. No one human is perfect. Agreed? Of course, we all have our flaws. We all have our weaknesses. We all have issues, you know, things we're trying to deal with. However, when you decide to say, okay, you're going to spend the rest of your life with a particular person, I think it's wise that you focus on, on the strengths of that person as against focusing on the weaknesses over time the strengths of that person will now overshadow the weakness and it will help you to appreciate the person more you know when you understand how valuable something is or a person let's let's say a person now since we're talking about appreciating your spouse as regards the marital union, when you understand how valuable a person is, it's easy to show appreciation to that person because you understand the value. You understand how, um, you know, how good that person is. You have focused on their strengths and then you know that this person is a valuable person so he's not someone to just toy with he's not someone to just mess around with but he's someone to appreciate to respect to love and to feel special okay now this is another pointer on showing appreciation to your spouse focus on their strengths over time, if you do that, you discover that their strengths will now overshadow their weaknesses. And it's, you know, helps the marital union thrive better. Now, lastly, on this segment of um, the pointers of showing appreciation to your spouse, acknowledge what you are appreciating them for publicly or privately, whichever one works for you. I said this initially when I started. I said individual differences, individual preferences. Let me put it that way. Everyone has their preference. So once you understand what works for you, what works for your spouse, better still, you now know what to do. Um, thank you for helping me with the dishes today. Now that is you acknowledging what you are appreciating your spouse for. Okay, not just thank you, not just a random thank you. Thank you for helping out with the laundry today. Thank you for helping out with the grocery shopping today. Now, you are being specific. You are acknowledging the exact thing that you are appreciating your spouse for. Now, if your spouse likes it public, please do it public. If your spouse likes it private, please do it private. But first of all, understand what exactly your spouse likes before you do it. But you being specific and acknowledging what you are appreciating your spouse for can never go wrong. It even makes your spouse understand that, oh, she noticed or he noticed the exact thing I did. And then it makes 
your partner. It makes your spouse happy, makes your spouse feel loved, and it makes your spouse feel appreciated. Okay, um, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back shortly. And when we come back, we'll be looking at the merits of appreciating your spouse. Don't go away. <laughs> 